0: Welcome back to Unseen Underground Podcast. Uh, last week we came to you live from our camping trip, me and Chaz. This week we are still in the woods, lost. We have no clue where we are. Um, I'm personally blaming Chaz for all of this because when I challenged his sense of direction after our car wouldn't start and we tried to find a gas station, he threw out our map saying... I know exactly where I'm going.
1: I do know where we're at. I just wanted to challenge your sense of direction and to see if you could find our way back since you challenged mine. I'm
0: pretty much at the end of my rope, so to speak. Uh, We've been walking for hours. Uh, We've been out here for days. Uh, Exactly a week. Um, And four days? I've lost track of days at this point. Uh, We've been eating these little sanded tufts that we found on this tree that Chaz says are safe. I've hallucinated at least four or five times today. I believe I'm in a giant shoe um, and that I can't get the laces undone.
1: Just for your safety and peace of mind, uh, I've been taking these tufts for years now and have had no adverse side
0: effects about 30 minutes ago we saw a baby bear and Chaz ran towards it yelling the light the light my god do you see it and all of a sudden the larger mother bear came out since you know duh she was going to it's close by that's her baby and I started running and what did Chaz do well
1: Steve was uh, holding his shoes uh, very daintily right before this happened because we just walked through some some still water and he dropped them and Chaz threw my shoes at the bear
0: so I don't have any shoes now so 30 minutes uh, sticks, twigs, rocks um Lots of glass for some reason. This is a forest.
1: Bears hate strong, pungent odors. Everybody knows that. The shoes were a perfect option. So
0: we've been walking towards this light that Chaz swears he sees. And I'm hoping it's not another team of bears that are just... Pretending to be lights and uh, just hoping to eat us.
1: The lights have been moving in this super scientifical pattern, this uh grid work of different patterns and textures. Listen to that. That this is who I'm trusting right now because I have
0: no one else. I have to believe
1: this. We'll make it brother, just
0: trust me. I I told you about the whole brother thing. I don't I don't enjoy being called brother by By adult white men It makes me feel like I'm in a prison gang Of questionable race relations Look,
1: look, right there, it's our car The whole time we've been walking in a circle
0: That's what you're telling me right now
1: We still have all those Slim Jims In the glove compartment Yeah, I guess we do
0: Well, it's better than those tufts Tripping balls on those tufts all day Uh, We're we're actually going to play the uh, new episode Um, We have a special guest, Miles Cook Uh, gonna play some music, uh, talented rapper, producer, and hopefully next time you hear from us, we will not be dead. Uh, so enjoy.
1: By the way, this vacation, 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's been a blast. It's been something, uh,
0: as, as my mom would say, it was different, which means she didn't like it. Uh, with me today is a very special guest. We have Miles Cook and miles is an mc producer i'm sure you wear many other hats in your life but that's how i know you uh, miles <clears throat> released an album last year on the stellar we are the karma kids label you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself
2: um i think you got it all out in the intro <laughs> That was it. <laughs> there wasn't much left for me to say after that
0: thank you so much for coming on the show and sitting on the couch with yeah, thanks me thanks for having um, me so I understand you had some sort of paranormal, possibly experience you wanted to share with us. Oh about?
2: yeah, so I have. Um, this is like long, long time ago. I had just graduated high school, um, and I like I grew up skateboarding, so I was pretty like I had a tight knit group group of friends that I always skated with. We're on the East Coast, so. Like San Francisco has always been a skateboard mecca. Like, we basically flew out, we're kids, you know? So, we flew out to San Francisco to skate for a week and stayed in a hostel. And somehow, like, they were crazy enough to just give us an entire hostel to ourselves, like a room. To ourselves so it was like having a hotel basically which was in retrospect you couldn't ask for a better trip you know like you're not yeah with uh like strangers from overseas and stuff we're staying in this hostel or skating in san francisco like set up to sundown i guess like there's no way to tell the story without including that there was like drug usage happening and hallucinogens specifically but uh <laughs> i won't specify there's no it doesn't matter really
0: but uh, we don't need the dosage. Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's just one night where like after tripping for a bit, everyone else had already passed out. And I'm like, I'm on the top bunk. And I'm like still like up chilling. Um, I guess like I might have like remnants of trails a little bit, but like I know like what peaking is and like the come down, right? Um, during the come down, I see like what is, I can only be described as like an apparition. It's this like flowy white, long stringy thing and it's in the middle of the room and i'm like my my heart's like palpitating because i'm like am i hallucinating this or is that really there and it moves like towards the bathroom the bathroom door is ajar, right and i'm like looking at this from the top bunk and it moves into the bathroom and the like the lights are off in the bathroom and the door closes behind it and like you gotta like you gotta keep in mind like i'm like was just, I was like, there's no fucking way. I'm like looking around. Everyone else is sleeping. I was like, someone please, like, like, there's gotta be. There's no way this is happening right now. So, yeah, I've I've almost had a heart attack basically.
0: Wow. By the way, you're describing. I'm picturing like a jellyfish.
2: <laughs> you know I mean, like, not too dissimilar in like, like feeling. You know, like the movement. It's pretty close to that. I would say.
0: I, I listen to a lot of paranormal things when people talk about their experiences they rarely talk about like how they felt in that time so i'm glad you brought that up like you were you were genuinely terrified of this right yeah well i was like
2: i know like i had tripped enough times prior to that moment (laughs) discern that it wasn't a part of my hallucination and that's what made it like more terrifying
0: (laughs) So what did you do after you it went in there and the door? Closed? Um, I
2: was like, you know, there was a. I had my hand on my chest and I was like trying to focus on my breathing. Um, and yeah. then, like, I guess at some point, I'm like, well, I'm not in this room alone. So, like, worst case scenario, like. We all die. um, I'm good. I'm like, I'm not going alone. And there was definitely, there was like minutes of like being like, I hope that bathroom door doesn't open again. You know, like there was, that's
0: that's exactly what I was going to ask. Like how, how much were you like secretly like, hoping praying that you didn't see yeah the there, was, or... oh, there was
2: all there was a lot of that yeah there was just like i was like motionless in in the bed just like even like thinking about it now is like kind of giving me like a little bit of like anxiety attack
0: because it, it sounds very inhuman do you think it would be better to see like a like an app like a full body apparition absolutely fucking a... not <laughs> <laughs> no way <man. laughs> i'm good on that i don't like i can't i mean i can't i'm thinking the same thing i can't even
2: like i'm so um like i can't even do horror movies man like uh i'm like permanently permanently scarred from some horror movies so yeah i would i was glad it was like a formless being (laughs) rather than like like, yeah i'm good on that so
0: so did anybody else was anybody else awake did they see anything
2: no everyone else was sleeping
0: unfortunately and i'm sure you told them all about it the next i actually don't
2: i don't think i did i'm like like it didn't feel like there was any reason to, because even including the part where I was on hallucinogens earlier in the day, it's like, I felt like bringing it up. They were like, yeah, man, you were just tripping. I was like, yeah, but I wasn't though. I like, I know what I thought. <laughs> like,
0: it really happened. I think that's the, that's the thing that always surprises me. Like when you, when you watch a, a horror movie, you know, the person sees something, but they never tell anybody. about yeah. it. And you're always sitting there like, you're, you're like, why don't you, why don't you say something about it? But you and you didn't. Yeah, I guess like uh, playing into the horror movie tropes,
2: uh, like the movie.
0: <laughs> you did every you did everything a character in a horror movie would do. Did you have to stay there again, the following? Oh uh, yeah,
2: we were there. that was like the middle of the week, so we were. Still oh there god. For a couple okay. more nights until we flew back east, but it was fine. There was like I didn't see anything else after that, and we yeah. hallucinated more after that. Too,
0: so. so, if I may ask, what what horror movies? Scarred you. Oh man! Most
2: recently, Hereditary. Oh yeah, yeah. That movie, man. Uh, But I saw The Ring in theaters in high school, and I was like, I don't know why I did that. (laughs) Yeah. um, So I mean, like every now and again, I'll like I'll just abuse myself for no reason and watch a horror movie. But I tend to avoid them. I'm more of like a sci-fi guy.
0: Gotcha. Do they stick with you too much afterwards? Yeah, it's just like I get haunted,
2: man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just, like it's too real
0: for me. I I love watching horror movies. I don't like watching them by myself at night, like <laughs> I feel which like is the only time to watch. Them I know, before. right? I mean, like I can watch them, you know, if my if my wife's there or something like that at night. But like I I will not watch them by myself at night because there's still that part of me that's like a you know seven year old boy who like. Would sleep with his light on.
2: Yeah, I hear that. I, I watched um I guess this would be last year. Or no, I didn't go outside at all last year. So the year before last, <laughs> uh I went, I was like, I had a tender date, and she was like, uh really into horror. And I'm like, she's you gotta watch this movie. And it was hereditary. And then I went home after we like we didn't hook up. She yeah. just sent me home in a cab. <laughs> to be alone after like subjecting me to that
0: movie that, and was, that is a scarring movie
2: yeah i was like you're kind of you kind of suck and i don't know if <laughs> i want to see it <laughs> like, why would you do that
0: <laughs> to be honest i think the most like scarring part of it besides you know like the the heads coming off is like the day after that accident happens when he's just laying in bed that's the most terrifying part for me just how long it goes on
2: that movie is really sinister and creepy and it's it's beautifully done it's all very subtle and it builds a lot and then by the end i was just like this has felt like
0: abuse yeah i get that i totally get that you want to take a break and play a song yeah let's do it okay all right we're gonna play a song from miles cook i used to feel things and we will be right back
2: the type to point when it's aimless yeah. Long face, thousand yards Staring through the anguish uh. Patience, war thin Hearing the debates It's layman's terms Cause they didn't speak the language Nameless king of lame duck season uh. Speaking on leaving They was waving white flags Back Through the up. training yeah. I came to stand adjacent To iconoclastic views And spew up shit Till we find a commonplace I've been hungry The shit I'll do for rent money, money. Don't even get it misconstrued I did my friends ugly Beloved yeah. but too. Feed up on, on your love, love seat, scene. funny cause existence unlucky. lucky, uh, it must be or must be, certainly something a fuck wrong me. with me, kids he's sick of being melanin deficient, uh, jumping on your couch like Ellen paid a visit, uh-huh. nah I met Oprah, still had two feet yeah, down on your sofa, so mostly though I'm known to, uh, house shit, breakfast in bed with mimosas, uh-huh. I'm lounging, solitude doesn't seem so troubling, yeah. drink if I gotta keep grief out the utterance. utterance, double down on bias blood, <laughs> blurry for the subtleties, hand over fist, break bread for the sustenance. SOS perfected cry won't wise up for the second that the winner will be ushered in. They took my soul and my name, told them break a leg, you'll never walk the same the way I'm married to the They took my soul and my name, told them break a leg, you'll never walk the same the way I'm married to the They took my soul and my name, told them break a leg, you'll never walk the same the way I'm married to the they took my soul and my name Told them break a leg You'll never walk the same the the way, way I'm married to, to them
1: Ball game over Yankees win The Yankees win
0: And we're back <laughs> um, Okay, so I understand you have some Uh some dream stories you wanted to share maybe some lucid dream in particular experiences yeah
2: there was like uh a couple of years maybe it was only like two years but um i had like i've lucid had lucid dreams all throughout my life but i started reading about it at one point and um i found like tutorials or guides that said like you could train your brain to like access the lucid dream easier. There's like things you can do during the day. So I picked a really simple one, which is just like poking your hand. And if your finger doesn't go through it, you know, you're not dreaming. So you just do that like repeatedly, you do it like every day. And it's just like, it sounds stupid, but like you just, while you're conscious, you're like, I'm not dreaming. And then when you are are dreaming, you're like, I am dreaming. It's a switch that can flip. So yeah, I have been like practicing and I had a really intense one where like normally like when I start floating in a dream, like it's about to end because I can't ever get back to the ground. Like I'm just being pulled into outer space until I wake up. Right. But this one, I started floating and I like woke up in the dream and like I was able to like fly around and like get back to the ground I was like holy shit I'm dreaming like the dream kind of thing and I was like sick I was like I want to start skating <laughs> so like, <laughs> like doing tricks I can't I've never done <laughs> can't still can't do and then it's like went on for a, a bit but like or I don't know how much like time elapsed but, like it feels like whatever when you're in it but eventually like, I was coming out of it like you lose ability to stay in it and like I woke up um, but that shit's fun as hell. I want to. I should get back into lucid dreaming. It's been a long time since I've had dreams in general. Insomniac, uh, yeah. but like the drinking
0: and smoking doesn't fucking help. So you were able to do this multiple times?
2: Yeah, like like so you keep a dream book too, which also helps uh, like being able to access uh, lucidity easier. So like they'd say like as soon as you wake up, write down everything you can remember. So you keep a pen and pad right next to your bed. Um and you're just like, you have to do it. <laughs> and you do like, you know, there's a few things you do like that. It just becomes like ritual. And then you're. it's way easier to uh, lucid dream.
0: Yeah, because they say that your brain kind of treats dreams as like disposable memories. Uh, so once, like after a certain amount of time, it just kind of like, Ditches them, which is why we don't remember them. That's what I read.
2: I was like gonna shy away from talking about Inception, but like that movie was one of my favorites just because of the dream part
0: of it. I don't think I've ever had a lucid dream at night.
2: It's when you're coming out of dreaming is when you can get into it. So, um, it's like usually right before you wake up, or at least for me, that's how it was. I don't, th- I don't think it was ever in like a deep sleep, but at least I don't like recall it being that way.
0: So you kept a dream journal. How long did you do this for? More than a
2: year, less than two or something like
0: that. Oh, wow. And the whole time you're like actively tr- trying to train yourself to lucid dream every night?
2: During the day you do like the poking the hand and saying I'm awake kind of thing. You know, you yeah. have to do it. It takes like five seconds and then you just do it once and then... <laughs> That's like, you do that every single day. I'd say like it took like a month or six weeks before I was like fully lucid dreaming with regularity.
0: And did you have any other crazy experiences while lucid dreaming or was it like pretty much just...
2: I kind of like touched on it, like mentioning Inception, but this one was like, it was after I saw the movie and I had a dream where like I was on an airplane um, and like everything outside the window was on fire and I was like this doesn't feel good and like I like woke up in the dream still on an airplane but things like felt normal but I was still sleeping (laughs) and so like when I finally woke up like I like woke up in like a gasp like I was gasping because I was like it didn't feel like I was awake like I had woken up twice you know um so it was like the first time it was like creepy, you know, like, and that might have yeah. been, like, uh, a part of, like, not wanting to keep messing around with it, because that was, like, a pretty scary feeling, like not yeah. knowing whether or not things were real, but, like, also, like, I mentioned, like, doing hallucinogens, so, that doesn't help either. So, right. Like you I want to keep some grasp on re- reality, like, you know, you got to like be able
0: to function in society, I guess. That dream that you had about the airplane brought a very visceral dream that I had that I was on an airplane and it was it was crashing and then all of a sudden I'm transported to like, you know, my yard I grew up in. I mean, I didn't grow up in a yard, but the yard around the house that I grew up in. And one of my friends standing there telling me that I died in the plane crash. And it was that weird moment in a dream where like, things kind of go from like, okay, this isn't normal to like, you can feel the sensation of something about to turn bad because my friend's face just kind of turns. And he says it again. He's like, his voice gets deeper and he's like, did you hear me? I said, you died and you're going to go to hell. And like, you know, and, his face changes into some kind of demonic thing. But like I woke up and when I woke up, like I didn't feel like a normal, like I normally do when I wake up, like it wasn't just like, you know, this dream feeling kind of stuck with me. I felt almost like, like psychotic or something. Like I wouldn't care if anything in the world happened, you know, like anything bad happened. Like I just wouldn't be affected by it. And that stayed with me for a couple hours and it was really offsetting. So I ended up writing writing a song about that. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely I've definitely
2: had dreams where like the feeling, the last feeling in the dream like sticks with you when you wake yeah. up. Yeah um that's not always good (laughs) Uh, it's
0: it's you yeah it's usually not very good yeah
2: even when it's like a good dream you wake up i was like oh i wish that was real like so that's a shitty feeling too
0: yeah yeah when you're your dreams just like you're like in the perfect environment or like yeah you have just like everything's going right and you wake up like like, i gotta go to work fuck right (laughs) exactly how
2: can i be in like that field of flowers like what the yeah this bullshit i gotta get on the subway
0: I, I guess that's the only good thing about not dreaming very often is you don't have like bad dreams as often.
2: Yeah. I know? think that's half of, like, what is it? Self medicating, you know? Like, right. <laughs> suppress <Yeah>. those
0: emotions. <laughs> so we'll take a break. We'll listen to another song and we'll be right back. <laughs>
2: beat pace with death the wound to get the worst of it passion did the stutter step lessons put in half in the other half left i let the effort do what's lacking yeah. disbelief be running wild through a pile of dreams that I kept. The only thing I had was laughter. Yeah. Calling for the umpteen time to a disconnected landline. hammer another round of drinks on Maslow. awakened from the nightmare in style to spare a waste of breath. Life sweeter in denial. Bliss for the sweet summer so child. He's rotting tandem with violent speak using silence. Hands in the sand multiplying. Yeah. Break from the rank and file quietly. Yankee fitted for the nightcap. Tequila chaser. My demise. Unsurprising. My lungs taste the air of time I swear everything is fine Cause I don't have a line I don't need a lot Plus yeah. coffee's only five uh, Yeah, I only had to split a dime to get it The coffee's only five Only had to split a dime to get it
0: One thing I will say about your album, though, is that <clears throat> it flows so well, it's like very easy to listen to front to back.
2: Uh, Yeah, that was uh, very deliberate. <laughs> I was listening to some rap songs a lot and thinking about how that yeah. album moves. So there was also like um, this producer, I'm probably going to say it, pronounce his name wrong, but it's like Mejiwon, and he had like a song with... Logi and zero it's like just the lead i think that song is called but i say all that to say this which is that album that producer's album also is like a perfect loop when you listen to it um which is like that was something i was striving for and i didn't really feel like i accomplished it but i wanted the songs to play off of each other and i wanted the project like, I wanted people to be able to pick it up and just be able to listen in one sitting. There was definitely intention behind
0: that. I was... it, it worked extremely well, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> because that. that's, that's one of my favorite things for an album. Um, like I said, like, my attention span isn't the greatest when it comes to listening to a full album anymore for some reason. But I love when things kind of diverge. And I feel like you do a lot of the same things that I have an instinct to do, which is... You have a short verse up front, you know, I mean, standard like 16 bars, and then you kind of let the beat do something else and it takes you some some other place, which I love because not only are you are you getting out what you want to get out in the verse, but you're kind of creating this journey to take you to the next song that also feeds off of the song that you're on, but it can kind of lead you into the next track and you don't even really realize it.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, don't give me too much credit, man. I was, I, it really was just a matter of, um, I'd be making loops and writing and then I'd just be like, I'm done writing. And like, I would just know, I, I would feel it. A lot of that was people being like, your songs aren't long enough. And I was like, who fucking cares? Like what, like, who, right. what rule is, says like a song has to be a certain length and I, like, just pushed right. back hard against that. Or I just, like, just wasn't entertaining the thought that I had to, like, play by the book. Because, yep. yeah, I mean, if you talk to anyone that cares there's like, break all the rules. Yeah, I mean, like, there was definitely a part of that process was, like, going back and looking at the material and seeing how it was going to fit together. So, like, extending and, like, playing around. But there's definitely, like, when I was, like, putting my live set together... I was realizing things about how songs work together that I wish I would have maybe thought about when I was working on the album but like not to give too much away <laughs> like that's something I'll put in the bag for the next one so No
0: but I mean I think I think that crossroads of like intention and just like wanting to get your point across I think that creates these kind of happy accidents in a lot of ways and i don't think you should really listen to anyone about how, how long your songs should be but i think the fact that you've taken some of these like okay the verse is done and maybe subconsciously you've thought about some people saying oh these songs should be longer so you extend it maybe like another 20 to 30 seconds and have this piece of music in the end i think it works really well
2: i'll agree with the happy accident so it's just like A lot of letting things happen and going on the journey of just creating, which is just finding samples and then hopefully the words come to you, you know? And then, you know, the fun part was seeing, like getting the material to fit together. I had like 50 other demos that are on the cutting room floor from the process of making this. But then there was also like, you know, pulling material from other verses and seeing how it worked with things that already existed. So not everything was like scrapped. That's like a little bit of insight on my process.
0: And just curious, because I sort of write in the same way where it's like, I'm usually one verse and I'm done. Is there like a particular reason for that for you? Do you feel like you usually in one verse, like you get out everything that you want to say and you're kind of just kind of done with that topic and on to the next thing?
2: Yeah. So like uh, there's a hook on Oprah, but I don't go into a second verse. I had been right. Like I had a couple of demos that had hooks and second verses, but they didn't fit. And I spend a lot of time writing. It doesn't come easy to me. Like there's, there's a little bit of, I've said everything I needed to say, but then there's also the part where it's just like, I don't want to be saying things just to say them. So like just rapping for the sake of rapping, there's, there's definitely room for experimenting on the next project. Like I'm, I'm not committed to like only making short songs, but for this project, I kind of already had that. As like a north star going into it.
0: Yeah. No. I I can totally see that, and and I think I I would agree with that in my mindset too. What you said, like you know, just wrapping words to wrap them to fill up space. I never want to feel that way. So. Yeah, I think it is very intentional. Once you've kind of said your piece, I almost have this fear of ruining things by adding too much to it. So when something kind of makes sense and it feels kind of, even if it feels a little simple, like the process is over with and I like the way it sounds, I'm, I'm kind of done with it. Like I might go back and change the music a little bit later, but I'm probably not gonna, I'm not a heavy editor when it comes to writing. And I, I'm the same way. Like writing is probably the hardest part of this for me. Uh, the beat making is super easy. I can make like 60 beats a day. There's
2: definitely, I feel like there's a balancing act for me because um, like I talked a lot about this with uh, some friends that rap as well, but I like, I didn't want, I couldn't wait around for people to give me beats because like, I didn't have a name to carry that. So it's like, why would I send right. this random stranger my beats when I could give it to someone that like, well, it'll get more visibility, right? So, like, yeah, that, yeah. like, that was uh, a lot of the um, driving force between, like, behind me uh, producing the record myself. And then, with that, is like, it just takes time away from writing. So, like, if I just had beats, like, hundreds of beats, I like, I wouldn't be spending time work- making them. I could focus more on writing. So, going into that. Um, I think you said like you're not a heavy editor. I am the complete opposite. I like I'll sometimes I'll just write down an idea and like it'll be a feeling or like I'll grab a a line from a movie and like that'll just sit and like I'll rework it if I like get it into uh, a bar format like I'll have it in a verse but like I'm very meticulous like where the word what word I use, where it land, how I say it, where it lands, like and like, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of, there was a lot of editing, editing.
0: Well, that was one thing I noticed when I listened to it is that you stick the landing so well on a lot of those tracks. I mean, on every track, but there, there's a couple songs in particular like <clears throat> Game Face, where your ending is stuck so perfectly and you know, like enunciated, and it, it's just. When when you actually like rhyme the words at the end of like a couplet, it like it it's louder and your inflection is different, and that's one thing I noticed right away is like you stick the landing every time, and that's pretty impressive. Well,
2: thank you. The recording of the material it took so much out of me. I was driving myself crazy thinking that my vocal takes weren't good, so I did a lot of takes for every song. And then like looking back, I'm like, there was no reason for that. Mm. Like, <laughs> like the vocal <laughs> takes are probably fine. And I was like, it's not right. Yeah. Like over and over again. And like, I like to try to get everything in one take also. There is some punching in like sporadically, but uh, the majority of the album is one take. It's,
0: it's, a, it's a great record. It sounds great. It sounds Appreciate awesome. That. Um, So you, you've said that you're kind of like, cobbling together or trying to get some ideas together um, or you have some ideas together for the next project you're going to do? Are you currently working on anything?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, like I've already I, cu- I like to work backwards um, so I'll title the project and I I have the title for the next project already I know what I want the album cover to look like already um, and then um, I have a couple of demos, um, like I'm, I have what I'm pretty sure is going to be the last song, but it's not finished, um, and then yeah, just like I have like a couple of sounds in mind that I'm aiming for, and I'm trying to like pull them in from wherever I can, so maybe working with uh, some other producers, um, no names, obviously, nothing is written in stone, yeah.
0: Well- I think um, the projects that I've worked on, I end up with like six tracks that could be the last song. I think that's just like the sound of my music though. Like it's, you know, kind of melancholy and a little depressing. Honestly, any of my songs could be the last track on the album. When you're thinking of the last song in the album, like in this in this particular situation are you thinking like it's
2: probably going to be melancholy the idea i have in mind is i really want to push even harder on trying to get a project to sound like you can listen to it start to finish and then just loop it so like when you start it over when it starts over it doesn't it feels natural to let it play again like a second time yeah um and i don't know like it's like that's going to be quite a feat to try to pull off, but it's worth trying. I mean, everyone that writes likes to say this, but I feel like i left a lot in I used to feel things that people still didn't catch, like references to other media references, like movie references, but then also just straight pulling lines from other rappers and like making a direct reference to another verse. i like, I've like explained it to a couple of people and I'm like, yeah, I would have never caught that if you didn't tell me. So it's like, yeah. It's like, it's not intentionally hidden, but like it's there because like, I was inspired by some, something.
0: There's such a, like a, a, like a juxtaposition between the beats and, and you, you know, you rap with like a more of like a gruff voice. Was that, is that intentional? Like the beats sounding the way they do and like your voice on top of it? Cause it's really effective.
2: I've experimented with delivery a lot for a few years. And that, my landed on putting my voice in that spot because I liked how I could play with the cadence off the type of beats um, I was picking, and I guess like also it's just like I like how I can use and bend words in that voice, so
0: it works really well because like some of the beats are really light sounding. And I don't mean that like in a negative way. I just mean like, you know, like the one side it's, there's like a flute on one side and, and like, it's very airy and it's not like, I don't say like light jazz. It's not like, you know, rhymes like dimes or anything like that, (laughs) but, but it's like, it's very light and, and then like your voice comes in and it's just like so effective, like, the way they play off of each other. So like really well done. Oh, uh,
2: Thank you. Yeah, man, I just like was trying to find my own space and that's where I ended.
0: Thanks so much again for coming out tonight and sharing your stories with us. Uh, this has been Unseen Underground Podcast. And uh, was there anything else you wanted to say before you left, Miles?
2: Uh, thanks for having me. Um, go listen to that new Sketch 185, yeah
0: yes yes yeah i can't wait for that album to come out
2: yeah it's gonna be sick
0: we're gonna play out with another song from miles cook Uh, oh oh my goodness my my nigga
2: another pro Sleep of yeah. the season for self-inflicted sickness Predictably malicious, malicious with, with the business, business and you don't want it either no. It's fiction for all you non-believers I bet it's bound to brilliance uh-huh. Say the word, I'll keep it secret yeah. Humility, the lost teacher no. Tall Lord order for the hopeless Through the game, I didn't think they'd notice Focus, if only for a moment, maybe my nigga, my nigga. I bring the rain to wet the harvest uh-huh. Flood watch, we losing all the efforts by the hundreds uh-huh. Dumb odd, the disappointment yeah. is scratched the surface trump card i paired it with ace and played it perfect yeah i told some lies to keep it honest from the shadow of a doubt the obvious we playing positive for attendance and adamant about the feeling knew the nihilism ain't about to end it you get it my nigga